Oh yeah! <laughs> yes, sir. We are back. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of your favorite sports show, your new favorite sports show, hosted by just a common fan. The Grinded Out Sports Show is back, baby. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Thank you to everybody that tuned in. Like, um, yesterday we're actually recording the day that we actually put out this episode. Um, had a pretty late start this morning. Um, got a little lit last night, and um, you know, just having a little, little, little late start to the day. But that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we had some technical difficulties with the show yesterday. If you catched us. Um, oh my God, we're not even in the live right now. Wow. First of all, we're not even in the live right now. That's how bad it is. Wow. That was crazy. First of all, let's, let's, let's run that back one more time. Welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so sorry. Now see again, that's how lit I That's exactly how lit I was, but welcome everybody, those who are watching us on YouTube, because we are live on YouTube right now. Those those of you who are watching on YouTube right now, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you, we appreciate you, and welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Grinded Out Show with your boy Tyler Podcast. We are here for another one, and um, I won't waste no more of your time, man. We, we, we have a, a, a good amount of things to discuss today on the docket. Um... Because there's a lot that's happening um, within the basketball world, within the basketball community. So uh, be sure to follow us on um, Instagram and on Facebook uh, at The Grinded Out Show. And for you to watch all of our um, content and listen, please uh, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can watch us on the THC Media Network on YouTube. All right, listen. So let's get into the story at hand, right? Last... um, Again, yesterday, uh, we had some technical difficulties, so we were starting off with the story of uh, DeAndre Ayton, right? Let me get my caption up really quick. And um, DeAndre Ayton is now probably um, about to be a pacer. Uh, And it's crazy because the Suns had an opportunity to sign this man for in my point of view a very very low price um because if you look at the league what we see what we continuously or what we have consistently seen um over the last couple weeks is that star to superstar players you know such as Kevin uh, uh I'm sorry not Kevin Durant um Cat Zach Levine um Jokic you know, all of these players are getting 200 plus million dollar contracts, right? 200 million dollar plus contracts. And I'm like, whoa, that's where we did the math last, you know, a couple weeks ago. And so to know that the Pacers came with a four year, $133 million max contract for him. And, of course, Phoenix matched it. Of course, right? Of of, of course you're going to match it, Phoenix, right? 
You're going to do it. You're going to max it. I mean, I'm sorry, not max it. You're going to match it, right? Because now you don't want to lose him for nothing, right? Now you don't want to lose him because he's an asset. Well, what did you think when the offseason was happening and when you got bounced out the playoffs, did you not think about that? See, this is I think my problem here with this is DeAndre Ayton or or a team in the Pacers look at DeAndre Ayton as a valuable and viable asset to their team, willing enough to give him that money because he's really earned it. He's really earned it. We said it. We 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 continuously have said it on the show. He's one of the truest big men in the league right now. You understand? What I mean? Like for real. He's one of the truest big men in the league. He has a floater. He can shoot from 15, 18, 20 feet. He can spread the floor a little. He and he can defend. A lot of these big men, the Jokic's and everybody. The only big man that's really defending out here that's 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 no question is Giannis. So the next man who's defending at maybe an inkling of that level is your man's right here that has it's on the screen. And DeAndre Ayton. And you're telling me as the Phoenix Suns, when you had Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, and to not to say DeAndre Ayton was not going to get better. He's young. He's in his early 20s. First round draft pick. You don't think this man is going to get better? You don't think this man is going to bulk up more? You don't think this man is going to get more muscular? His game is not going to evolve? What is wrong with y'all? I will continuously say this. It's it's players like DeAndre Ayton who are silent killers. Like, he's taking on the, the, the kind of Tim Duncan aspect role, and I'm loving it. Because Tim Duncan didn't do a lot of talking. He wasn't flashy. He wasn't flary. But he was putting up numbers. He got five championship rings to show for it. So the fact that the Phoenix Suns are not taking this seriously at all is a problem for me. Because if you really took it seriously, you would have signed him to that max deal. And to know that his number wasn't... You cut Nikola Jokovic's um, max 271 million dollar deal in half you have what deandre ayton was even looking for and asking for so does he go to the pacers or the suns i say he take his ass to the pacers and fuck the suns honestly fuck the suns see what you do without me you understand what i'm saying see what you do without me no disrespect to devin booker no disrespect to chris paul i love y'all 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 treated me right but see what y'all can do without me. Because y'all didn't need me. Y'all didn't want me. Y'all didn't think I was a valuable asset enough. But watch how I'm about to rock for the Indiana and we about to get in the playoffs. Deep. It's like, what? How don't you see this man? And then he can. Then you can't use him in a sign and trade now for that man, Kevin Durant. Right? Because let's get to him. He is probably going nowhere. Kevin Durant is probably going nowhere. And I was probably one of the main ones who was excited about maybe Kevin Durant going somewhere, right? 
but he's probably going nowhere. Everything that we have said, all the analysts that have said it over the weeks, reports, whether written or um, or talk, have all said, and I said it last week, and I'm glad, I'm glad I wasn't looked at as crazy when I said it because even when I said it, I probably was like, man, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I said Rudy Gobert offset the market when he had them those first round picks and traded players and a pick swap for Rudy Gobert. Again, it ain't no slight to Rudy, but for Rudy Gobert? Yeah, like we're all looking at you like, like the fuck is going on? So the Brooklyn Nets are looking like, well, if Y'all are trading that for Rudy Gobert. Well, what the fuck do you think you're going to give me for Kevin bleeping Durant? And Kevin Durant has said it himself. I'm Kevin fucking Durant. So, no. As Sean Marks and as the owner, I'm not about to sit here and give you up for chump change. I'm not getting just picks. No, I want one or two stars who are already solidified. That's what I want. Kyrie maybe is not going anywhere. We'll talk about that in a minute. But where is KD going to go? Miami and the Suns were his primary list of destinations. And again... You're going to have to give up the kitchen sink to get Kevin Durant. That's just what that is. You're going to have to give up the kitchen sink for that. What do you do with that? What do you do with that? You can't trade him to Miami because what? Tyler Hero, all of them, Bam out of Bayou. That's good. But Brooklyn's trying to win, bro. They trying to bring one home to New York City, to Brooklyn. So it ain't no like, uh uh-uh. I can tell Sean Marks ain't ain't no type of GM where like, I'm just about to give you up. I'm not going to give you up for just chump, bro. You're Kevin Durant. And to everybody that can, listen, yes, he has not won a championship without Golden State. But let's not get this motherfucker twisted. Because I'm hating, I'm 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 hating on even Uncle Shannon Sharp and a lot of people who are sitting here saying this. I love Shannon Sharp. But the fact that y'all keep saying a lot of him and a lot of others keep sitting here saying, well, he ain't win, you know, without one, it's funny because you're right, but y'all are the same ones. Who was riding his wave when he was doing what he was doing? Because in his first ten years, I'm sorry, let's 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 count it right. First ten years in the league, right? He wins about four scoring titles, four, four, four scoring titles with OKC. He then goes to the finals, literally takes him to the finals. They lose against Miami. I remember that series. And he was a playoff and an MVP, right? 
All that OKC, the only thing that he did not do was bring them a title. Excuse me. But he took them to the championship with Russell Westbrook, of course, and James Harden. And then, you know, he won his two with Golden State, and now he's here in Brooklyn. Let's not act like this man is not that dude. Just because he ain't won a championship by himself, he's definitely taken his team, a team, with a small market, a smaller market than Brooklyn to the championship. See, we don't have this type of talk when it's LeBron. LeBron. Oh, he went to 10 finals. He took a championship and, 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 and he won one. Fine. Okay. That's cool. But I'm sorry, Kevin Durant then was up against a Miami team that was hot. Am I not correct? Wade, Bosh, LeBron at his prime. There wasn't. I mean, Kevin Durant was still a baby. People were still calling Kevin Durant a baby. I remember that. So stop with the bullshit. Stop with the bullshit. Y'all were calling Kevin Durant a baby at that time. In basketball words and and, and in basketball, y'all were still calling him Baby Thunder. Baby Thunder. Come on, bro. Stop it. Y'all can't make the argument that he has never gotten a chance. When he literally has only been in the league for like he the first 10 years of his career, he was Baby Thunder. He was Baby Durant. Well, Baby Durant was out here giving niggas buckets every fucking day. And as Skip Bayless loves to say, shout out to Skip, if his toenail wasn't on the line, we would be having a different conversation, though, just to let y'all know that. But, hey, the basketball guy said Giannis was going to win that, and that's what that was. So I say run it back. Because Kevin Durant is probably not going, around, going nowhere. I say run it back. I say run that bitch back. And you show every last person who has criticized you in a way because I feel like there's a lot of grudges being held right now. Just all over the place. From Anthony Davis's to the Clay Thompson's and hell, Kevin Durant's. I'm looking for those three, these three players to play at an MVP caliber level next season. They're coming for heads. A lot of people think he's going to get traded. I don't think so. I think because Rudy Gobert offset the market again, there is not nan team. And even if it was a Detroit, shout out to my city, even if it was a Sacramento or any other smaller market who has the capital and maybe the money to do it, Kevin Durant already knows where he wants to go. And he ain't going there just to go there now come on to detroit we'll love you bro we'll love on you for real we'll, we'll love you and we got a few assets that are work we some worker bees you feel me we we you bring us up you listen you take us deep into the playoffs i t- i kid you we'll make we'll probably put a statue up of you bro <laughs> for real because we we that work we we work hard you feel what i'm saying so come on to detroit we'll get you we'll give you some love you feel me but 
And we got some young stars around that can that can, you know, be around you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's leaving. And so, um, yeah, that's it for that. Uh let's go to his 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 buddy Kyrie. It's Kyrie Irving um leaving. What is what does that look like? Um reports and talks and rumors and yip yap has been all about Kyrie going to the Lakers and um that the only team that wants him is the Lakers. And, you know, we talked about how um, he was probably a little flabbergasted that the market doesn't want him in a sense where teams don't want to be around him. You know, teams doesn't want (laughs) really don't want him in, in the facility. They don't they don't want him around anything. And it's like you can't be mad at that, bro. You showed your ass these last Five years, cause I'm a count you at I'm a count you shit in Boston, right? You haven't been consistent since you were LeBron, or since you were with LeBron, bro. Let's keep that a bean. How does all your teams, Brooklyn and Boston, play way better without you? Come on, bro. Like you're a dope ass player. I just seen the And One mixtape doc uh, uh, documentary, which was mad dope. Y'all need to go check that out on Thirty for Thirty on ESPN. Um, but bro, come on, come on. You, you're the one bro that orchestrated this whole thing with you and Kevin Durant. You thought you were the guy and Kevin Durant was going to follow your lead and look where that has got him into a sticky situation where people don't, you know, think he's a leader and to me, even though he has said that he's not a leader, I think he is. He needs to step that shit up just a, just a tad bit. Because what the narrative is going to be is Kevin Durant is going to probably be the best, maybe not even role player, but just best superstar talent who never led a team. Now, no disrespect. Because of this man on the screen. Like, KD, you could have been happy. <laughs> you know, like, even with Steve Kerr and all of that, you could have been happy, bro. But you went with Kevin, you went, you went with your boy Kyrie. And now Kyrie's saying that he wants to stay in with the Nets. Sources were talking about he wants to stay um, with the Lakers. It's like... Or, I mean, he wants to go to the Lakers. I'm sorry. But that's the only... only, Y'all remember when Kyrie had his list? (laughs) (laughs) Kyrie had that damn list, boy. And everybody was like, now you... Now, Kyrie, come on now. Come on now. Let's not. You're a very, very intelligent young man. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. No, 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 no. You know, let's not act like let's not play that game. Let's not play that game, bro. Like boy was at a whole L.A. Sparks game and we know what that looked like. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. So does he go to the Lakers? I don't think the Lakers want him. I think LeBron wants him, of course, you know, to get rid of Russ. um, Because that's not a good fit. Right. And. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think um, Kevin Durant is fed up with him, and I will be too. Honestly, like for real, y'all, I will be too. I have stuck by you for three years, two years maybe, two and a half, three, whatever, with this bullshit. And you haven't produced shit for me. You haven't done shit for me, bro. So why am I here? Kyrie, go to the Lakers. You feel me? Go to the Lakers. Do what you need to do. I think the, the, the maybe the only person you can play with is LeBron. <laughs> right. Like, for real, I think the only person you can play with is probably LeBron. Because, like, nobody else wants to play with you, in a sense. Nobody. No. Or at least, not to say nobody wants to play with you, the front offices are like, we don't want that nigga. (laughs) We don't want it. There's always a level. Of, I think what we're what we always miss is the level of professionalism. As much shit as I talk, there's always a level of professionalism. If I come into a meeting or anything, there's always a level of professionalism I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be ten to fifteen minutes early. You know what I'm saying? When you're early, you're on time. When you're on time, you're late. You feel what I'm saying? Again, there's a level of privilege that I think a lot of basketball players hold when they get to this type of level of their game. You know what I'm saying? Not just not just getting the notoriety, but getting the money. And sometimes you lose a little bit of the sight of the humbleness, right? And sometimes you need to go through shit like this. Sometimes you need to be re-humbled in a way. And Kyrie going through his his what he's been through i think he just needs to be a little bit rehumbled refreshed recentered you feel me and and just needs to get it together and um i hope him and Ky, uh, uh i hope him and katie can figure out what's going on because i would love to go to a brooklyn game to see them you know what i'm saying being in new york and everything i would love to go to a brooklyn game and just see you know just see a game with them Work it out at least for a, maybe a year, year and a half. Maybe can bring home a championship because y'all like Katie and Kyrie. At one point, people were talking about y'all as the best two two um, two man tandem in 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 the NBA. Like that's how much people wanted to see that on the court, and so we want to see it on the court. We just don't want the extra drama that comes with it. All this all this extra shit. Is ridiculous. And that's what that is. So um, what's also extra is why Brittany Griner, um, as we've talked about multiple times before, is not home yet. Um, she's pleaded guilty to um, possession of marijuana um, in Russia. And, um, you know, glad that, you know, she didn't lie, you know, about it. But it's also been reported that it may have been prescribed by her doctor um, 
to go over there. Like she had a doctor's note or something like that to actually have the um, the marijuana over there. Here's my thing. Um, and again, I'll say it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people were saying, well, there's a lot of people sitting here saying, well, what if it was this person? Because if it was this person, it, yeah, because if it was. like, And I don't like when people do that in rebuttal to that argument because I will make that argument up and down, all around. If it was a certain type of individual, it wouldn't have been a question. You're coming home in a week. You understand what I'm saying? So let's not, let's, like, we got to stop that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Stop acting like, if it was a certain type of individual, whether that be man, female, white, or black, let's keep it a bean. If it was a white man, white woman who was in Britney Griner's situation, they would be out in a week. If it was a celebrity status of a LeBron James who talked about this on his um, new episode, The Shop, he said, literally, I wouldn't even know what to do. I tried to put myself in her shoes, and I can't. So, yes, it would be like trying to get everybody out. LeBron has a multitude of people who would be calling. Come on, like, let's not, let's, let's, we got, stop that shit. Stop it. Brittany Griner is one of the biggest stars of the WNBA who holds basketball in America very high. She's one of the faces. And you're telling me we can't even even get something over there? Now, granted, Brittany, you should know just a little bit better. Now, right? Like, 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 let's keep it a bean. Going over to other countries with illegal drugs, because y'all know how other countries be. And let's not act like sometimes some of y'all have snuck some shit to another country and almost got caught. You feel what I'm saying? And then your heart beating fast because you fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. This is the accountability that you have to take. But if it is the fact is true that it is medically cleared and it was a doctor's note or something like that, get her the fuck up out of here. Why is she there? She's been there for a hundred and some odd days, bro. 150 days plus. Like, why? 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 Don't tell me it's a war over there. I don't care. Get her the fuck out of there. What are we doing? Don't tell me, oh, well, you going to say if it's a... Yes, because if it was a different type of individual, be out in a motherfucking matter of days, a week. Wouldn't even have to think about it. So don't tell me that bullshit. Get her the fuck up out of there, man. First of all, I'm glad she's still living like i'm glad we could have we we saw her face or something like that we know that she's still alive because god forbid lord have mercy it's just like we're not giving a fuck bro i'm seeing so many stories on where's the outrage where's the i get it but we haven't been talking about this as much as we need to we worried about the fucking January 6th erections. Huh? Can't prove shit with Trump, but we can't get her out, man. Get out of here with that. <laughs> get out of here with that, man. Bring 
Brittany, uh, Brittany Griner home. I don't know what happens now. She could face up to 10 years in prison. Literally. In a Russian prison, she could face up to 10 years. And again, if this is medically cleared, then get her home. Get her the fuck up out of there. But if it's not, whew, this could be bad. And it's not even it's not even trying to be funny. This could be bad. 10 years for a little vape pen. In Russia, let's not act like y'all. Come on now. Let, let come Russia. Let's not act like it. Come on now. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot more things at play here in my in my book that I'm just feeling. Um, that's more than just the the marijuana. So, I'll I'll I'll. It's just it's it's just to me a lot more things in my mind at play. I can't really put into words or whatever. But for me, I just think there's a lot more at play than just that. So, yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. Bring bring uh Brittany Griner on, please. Um, lastly but not least, I want to talk a little wrestling talk really quick. I want to talk Awesome Kong. Um, now for those of you who are wrestling fans on my on the uh, who listens to Grinded Out show, uh, we talk a little wrestling here and there sometimes. And I've been a wrestling fan for almost I want to say like twenty twenty years. Uh, I've been watching this since I've been like maybe like six. No, what am I nine, eight, nine? Yeah. About that, about this age, yeah, about 20 years. I've been, uh, um, over the last 10, I would say I've been on and off, right? You know, still sticking to, you know, catching up with WWE here and there, yada, yada, yada. I know we talked about um, Vince McMahon and his sexual escapades that are now coming out to the, to the, to the forefront, thank God, because, you know, that is a company that continues to hide everything, right? Um, even though it has produced some of the, my most favorite wrestlers and superstars is still it it has some undertones of you know rape culture and sexual assault culture and we're we're finding that out now as 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 um things are going along but neither uh, neither here nor there awesome kong was one of those wrestlers women's wrestlers who i really got into in the tna days um i got into tna really like when WWE for me was kind of going at a standstill when WWE was just on a Randy Orton versus John Cena, like for like two, three years straight, I was like, okay, I need something different because they weren't pushing nobody else. And so TNA really came at a time where like TNT and, um, uh, those smaller networks at the time, like, uh, vice and everything was kind of putting up, putting them up there. Um, TNA wrestling was lit, bro. Like Gail Kim, the, the TNA knockouts division, that, that, that women's division was so much better than the divas division of WWE that I would literally turn off WWE and literally wait for TNA to come on, uh, at the, at, on the, on the other network the next time. So, it was amazing, you know, to see Awesome Kong, you know, come out and and destroy. I mean, completely destroy nigga. Like she would not only destroy the women, but she would destroy the men. You feel what I'm saying? And it was just a breath of fresh air. Like, yo, she's dope as fuck. And I remember, um, you know, her coming over to, um, WWE as Karma. 
right? She was coming. She was coming to WWE as Karma, and I didn't like that. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I did. I did. I did not like that. And not on. Not on the fact of her. Um, and her name is Kia Stephens. Uh, shout out to Miss Kia. But um, I didn't like that Miss Kia came over as Karma, and then you know left kind of the awesome Kong, you know, kind of character away because that was such a dope character. And I. And again, I will say this till I till I die. The WWE creative development sucks ass, bro. Like, that shit is trash. The, the, the development is trash nowadays. They don't know how to develop characters great. The, and, and the fact that they're still getting paid to develop characters is ridiculous to me. We've heard so many times where, where wrestlers have had to come up with their own fucking gimmicks because the creative team sucks. So I want to play a clip. Uh, from Awesome Kong, because she was on, uh, I believe, uh, Chris, what was his name? Chris, uh, Chris Van uh, Van Fleet, um, his podcast, and she was talking about how Jim Ross um, told her she'll never make it, so I want to kind of play that clip really quick. Let's Let's see if I can get into it really quick. A whopper for her, for him, and everybody with creamy avocado spread. Social worker at um, a facility called St. Anne's in Los Angeles uh, for pregnant and parenting teenagers. Wow. And, uh, you know, teenagers already are volatile, but you add in some pregnancy hormone. Tough Enough, MTV Tough Enough came out in my bro- the second season, and my brother-in-law wanted to try out for it. Mm. And this is in the early days of the internet. And he so he didn't know how to download an application. Download was that. So because of where I worked and because I was familiar with computers and had my own office, he asked me to download the application. I said, sure. And I downloaded, uh, printed out his application and I was like, I'm going to print one out for myself. Mm. And so I did. Read it, filled it out. Sent in the tape they wanted, and they called me for an audition in Las Vegas. So I go out there and wait in the line. That's it was like eighteen hours or so. Two no two. It was two days, but total waiting in the line was like eighteen hours. We had to wait in this line, yeah. and I was right behind Kenny. Um, you know Kenny King. Uh, before Kenny King was Kenny King. Yeah. uh, uh, He was right in front of me and we kind of bonded over that day. So when his name got called to be on the show, so happy. I was like, you know, I gave him my luck. He went, he won, you know, he got picked because of me because our potential contestants together in a room and they have this ring in there and they talk about the ring that's going to be set up that we're going to be in. And they start using this lingo, you know, this is a no bump ring. That's right, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I looked this up. You're right. Linda Miles and Jackie Gata won season two. Jackie Gata. And I was going. No, I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. I just drove my raggedy ass Kia from LA through the mountains of Las Vegas to get here and spend my last check on a suite. I didn't pull it all in because I knew I was about to be a millionaire. 
I'm not going anywhere till you ask me one or two questions. And I can't remember the first question JR asked me, but it was a snarky one. But then um, Bob Holly was there, bless his heart, and was like, no, I want to, actually, I find her interesting and I want to ask her some questions. And then, um, so that engaged the rest of the, the judges mm. and we got to rapping and got to talking. And then JR, bless his heart at the time, because, you know, yet he, he was in a certain kind of thinking that make it hard out there for a pimp like me. He was like, I'm sorry, but I don't think a girl your size can ever make in a wrestling. You're too big to ever make in a wrestling. You would never make it. Wow. And I was like, what? And he was like, you would never. Oh, my God. How dare you? Like, <laughs> and see, here's my, here's my thing, bro. I'm sorry that that took a little long, guys. We was trying to find the, uh, the actual clip. It was like nine minutes in. It was like a 14 minute video. Shout out to um, shout out to Chris uh, Chris Van Fleet uh, clips, man. Um, but how dare you, Jr. Like, and I and and as an announcer, I love I love you. Like, let me just say that I love you as an announcer. And 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 again, I watched this whole interview. She was again, she's genuine, she's sweet. A lot of these wrestlers are genuine. They're very cool, you know what I'm saying? And Awesome Kong was a dominator in 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 her division, in the women's division. And to me really didn't get a great play in WWE and was always a beast in TNA and I felt like even sometimes TNA didn't even use her to the best of her ability like she should have been a 10 time um you know women's champion knockouts champion you know what i'm saying wherever she wherever she went wherever promotion she was she should have been a champion of the of the women's division she was that damn good and um i for me as somebody who was a big boy because i was a big boy back in the day it is always interesting for me to 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 hear other big people crack on other big people because jr don't miss a goddamn meal let's let's keep that in being jr jim ross don't miss a meal okay he is that country white with the with the turkey neck we love you jr but don't sit here and tell no woman like you don't have the right you don't have the right to tell somebody to tell, let alone a woman, you are too big to make it in wrestling? Well, did you tell the great Kali that? Did you tell the big show that? Did you tell Batista that? Did you tell um Kane that? Did you tell The Undertaker that? Did you tell Mark Henry that? You know, did you tell them that? You're too big, you wouldn't make it? Because, Jim, there was a time where, and I, and, and again, sometimes you need to get humbled. There was a time, Jim, where you were fighting for your job. The history is out there, and I know some people want to rewrite that shit, but no, the history is out there. As much as we love you and as an announcer, you have also had health conditions which 
people could literally sit here and crack on you about, but we don't because we want you to get better. You understand what I'm saying? But don't you ever in your life sit here and disrespect no woman and tell her she's too big to be in this business. Bitch, don't do that. Because somebody could really crack, and, and, I'm, and I'm trying to hold my jokes in because I really could go on you because I don't like that shit. You don't know what she was going through. You don't know how she was. First of all, she could whoop your ass. Let's just, let's just say that. Am I big enough to whoop your ass? Huh, JR? Because I think I am. I think my fist could go across your goddamn face. See, I would see, I would be too um, immature. If I was Awesome Kong, I would punch him right in, right in the jaw. And again, I love JR, but it's just sometimes white men and those and old white men who have that old white rhetoric seem to think that they can say and do anything that they want to without any fucking consequences and as much as i love jr as the announcer i will slap the shit out of him if i was awesome kong in that moment that's just me that's just me but y'all go watch the full interview with her and chris uh van fleet he does a lot uh some great work with um a lot of wrestlers in there and and just conversate conversating with them and just you know uh really really just getting really getting to those questions that a lot of us uh want to ask right that a lot of us want to know you know like how is it in wwe what what is it you know i remember dave batista he was like you know i wouldn't like i love going to wwe but i would never wrestle again i would literally go broke and that's crazy you feel what i'm saying because batista was a he was one of the top stars you know six-time world champion and everything so you know for him to say something like that that you know it's crazy but awesome kong we love you i seen a video like nine months ago i think she retired now uh she went to nwa her and gail kim had a, a hug out you know what i'm saying because her and gail kim to me really built the knockouts division um they were really good i think gail kim and um uh kia stevens who is awesome kong uh really you know tapped into that and they tried it over at wwe wwe didn't know how to handle their talent and sometimes they 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 don't they don't need to handle their talent they just need to go somewhere else who knows what to do with the talent and let them just be them and tna was that that war uh that type of platform and i just wish T, uh, tna and maybe hopefully maybe they'll come to aew and, and maybe kick some ass over there. You feel what I'm saying? But I think Awesome Kong is retired now. So we love you, Awesome Kong. Continue to be dope in what you do. All right. Listen, y'all, we are out of here. Oh, oh, oh. Let me go back. Let me go back. Here we go. There we go. Well, we are out of here. I appreciate y'all. I love you guys. Be safe. Be good. We'll be back with another um, episode next week. Uh, again, follow us on uh, all platforms, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and wherever you listen to audio all right you can also watch this on our youtube page we appreciate you we love you and we thank you we will see you back next week <laughs> wow that was a lot my hand my hand literally slipped i'm so sorry guys. this has been another one and now we out of here all right peace love and hair grease y'all